Welcome tonight, today, at this particular time, to In His Word Bible Study. In His Word, because in the Word of God, there's truth. In the Word of God, there's life. In the Word of God, there's salvation. In the Word of God, there's healing. So while you're just settling in, why don't you take a moment to pick up your Bible so that you can follow along with the scriptures as I mention them. I may go a little quickly, and if I do, you can always return back to the podcast. You can email me at mylove at, at gmail.com. So that would be my L O V A T. And the at sign, gmail.com. I'll be happy to send you the show notes from tonight in an email format, and you can have them written down, and you can refer to them, print them out, study them out, whatever you would like to do to get the word deeply inside of you. Because once we get the word inside of us, as we'll learn later tonight, later during this podcast, then we will absolutely be able to see a change in our life and those that are around us. So by now you should have grabbed your Bible. So let's bow our heads to pray. Lord, we ask you to forgive us of our sins and of our shortcomings. God, we ask you that you wipe our slate clean And we know that there are those out there that are eager for change in their life, eager for the word of God. They don't know where to turn. They don't want to go to a church for whatever their reasons are. But we know about that. And we'll talk about that later on in other podcasts. Lord, we ask you to open our hearts as we open our minds to receive your word. God, I ask you to anoint my lips, to anoint me to be able to disseminate the word that you've given me under inspiration, and that those that hear the word, this engrafted word, your words, which are life, which are the eternal life, your words, they are spirit and they are life. Help us to lead our families Help us to change our ways that are contrary to your ways. In the name of Jesus, we pray. And everybody, every listener, we all say amen. Amen. All right. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, let's sing a quick song. Uh, One of my favorite songs, probably the most famous song, favorite song that I is real easy to learn and uh, as you play this over and over uh, get it down in your heart uh, because it will be very meaningful uh, to you as you read the word of God and as you realize how important the word of God is here we go bless that wonderful name of Jesus Bless that wonderful name 
of Jesus. Bless that wonderful name of Jesus, for there's no other name I know. There's power. There's power in the name of Jesus. There's power in the name of Jesus. There's power in the name of Jesus. For there's no other name I know. Hallelujah. I know my singing's not that great, but uh, I sing from my heart. And God honors what we do from our heart regarding singing to him, regarding what we do towards him. All right, let's get into the podcast, to the word of God. Now, uh, if you have your Bibles, please open to the book of Matthew chapter 8. I'll give you a couple of seconds there. Matthew chapter 8. And reading at verse 18, that's where the text will come from tonight, today, this afternoon, whatever time you're listening. Hallelujah. It says this, Now when Jesus saw great multitudes about him, he gave commandment to depart unto the other side. All right. Now that you've read that along with me, let's get into the word. Well, many people got healed in the previous chapter. You can read about that in chapter 7. And many people had followed Jesus. And that's why we see where it says, when Jesus saw the great multitudes about him. There's, there's a reason why people come to where victory is and why people come to a place where change takes effect. That's one reason would be because they see something had happened to a friend of theirs or to a relative of theirs or to someone they have heard that had a difficult time, an illness, a sickness, uh, uh, they didn't have finances, whatever the reason is. Uh, their, their family got closer together. There was unity. There was spiritual guidance. Hallelujah. But people gather, the multitudes gather when something is going on. Uh, a prime example would be uh, oh, coming up this Sunday. Uh, there's going to be a football game. Uh, from what I understand, there's going to be a, uh, a Super Bowl. And this podcast will be put out uh, a couple of days before that. Hopefully some of you would listen in and share this with your family. Share this with friends and loved ones. Uh, because people gather around and they say this must be right this must be the place to be this must be what we must do because everyone is doing it uh and that can be okay that could be right but we need to gather with the multitudes that's gathering with jesus hallelujah i'm gonna go ahead and read a couple more verses here and verse uh, chapter 18, 8 still, verse 19, and it says, A certain scribe came and said unto him, Master, I will follow thee wheresoever thou goest. And verse 20, And Jesus said unto him, The foxes have holes, and the birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man hath not where to lay his head. 
And another of the disciples said unto him, Lord, suffer me first to go and bury my father. But Jesus said unto him, Follow me and let the dead bury the dead. Now in verse 19, we read that there's a certain scribe that came to Jesus. Sometimes there's certain people that come to Jesus for certain reasons. And we all, at one time of life, we're going to come to God. Whether it be at a funeral and we get to hear uh, the minister preaching at a funeral and saying how good the person was that passed away, or whether we just uh, are in such a bad situation in life, uh, things just haven't changed in our life the way that we want them to. We've gone to the physicians, uh, we've gone to the doctors, uh, we've gone to uh, lawyers, we've gone to grandma, grandpa, we've gone all over the place trying to seek an answer to correct the deficiency or the void, if you would, in our life. But Sooner or later, we're going to realize the only answer to our problems, the only answer to our relationships is through Christ Jesus. And we'll turn to him sooner or later, some sooner than later. But we read here a certain scribe. Now, there are plenty of scribes. A scribe is, is someone who just writes down, records records uh, in the Bible. Uh, he, today, we would call it a journalist, if you would. Uh, but in the Bible, they refer to him as a scribe because a scribe uh, is just a little bit more uh, than just an ordinary journalist. A scribe is one that has the ability to document events. He's a writer, a doctor of the law, a man of learning, one skilled in the law, and one who read and explain the law to people. So this scribe, he knew the law. He knew the Old Testament. He knew it was prophesied that Jesus Christ would be born and come into the world and to seek and to save them which was lost. That's the whole mission of Jesus Christ. If you're not living for Jesus Christ, if you're wondering what to do in Jesus Christ, then you're the one that Jesus Christ is looking for today. You're the one that's lost. Hallelujah. We just got to face it. Lost without Jesus. Hallelujah. Now, so this scribe, he came. He had an, an uh, a, uh, what do you want to call that? He had an ulterior motive. He had already heard and seen everything that Jesus had done in the previous chapter. Hallelujah. So what happened at that point in time, he wanted to continue to follow Jesus so that he can document the events so that he could uh, write the story, be the, the top journalist, if you would, uh, to be the top dog, to be the one to get the story. Hallelujah. In Ezra chapter 8, we read how important it is for people to uh, observe uh, the reading of the law. And it tells us the whole outcome and, and how it, we are to stand up for the reading of the word, and how we clap our hands and, and how we go out to eat later on. Hallelujah. So the disciples says, and another of his disciples said unto him, so a disciple, what is a disciple? Is a disciple just a follower of Jesus? Is a disciple a student? Bing, 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 bing. Yes. A disciple is a student and a follower of Jesus Christ. Later to become a messenger. 
Hallelujah. Uh, the apostles, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Paul, uh, Bartholomew, uh, and so on, uh, uh, Peter, uh, James, John, uh, they all became messengers or apostles, one set forth. But first they were a disciple. First they were a student of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And they, so they were learning. So we need we, people, we, all of us, you, me, whoever wants to come to God. We don't know a lot about God from the beginning, although we think we do. We've heard stories about Moses. We've heard stories how Jesus died for our sins. Some of you may even remember uh, uh, that program uh, that was on. It was very popular about uh, uh, Jesus dying. Uh, it was a big movie. Everybody went out to see. I forgot the name of it. Mel Gibson, I think, was in it. Some of you know about that. The Passion of Christ. That's it. The Passion of Christ. Hallelujah. And at that time, you saw everything that Jesus had gone through. And a lot of people said, Dave, are you going to go see the movie, The Passion of Christ? And I said, no, I don't need to see the movie. I just opened up my Bible and I read the story right there. And I know everything that Jesus went through for my sins and for sins of the world. I know what Jesus went through to save people. I know the heartache. I know the pain. I know the sorrow. I read it in the Bible. I don't need to see what man portrays upon a screen and then feel sorrowful after it. I feel sorrowful when I read it and when I realize what Jesus has done for me and he didn't even know me. He died for my sins and my sins and your sins, friend, listener. Jesus died for your sins as well. How does one become free from sin and continually fight the works of the flesh? Because the works or the manifestation of the works of the flesh just equals sin. Hallelujah. The lust of the flesh. The lust of the flesh. The desires. The flesh may want to eat that chocolate. Hallelujah. The flesh may want to eat that hamburger. The flesh or the lust of the eye or the pride of life. If these things override our spiritual man, our spiritual woman, these things can lead us to sin. Sin. That's why we have to subdue. That's why we have to beat uh, uh, spiritually uh, speaking, of course. That's why we have to put the carnal man down and put more towards God. Hallelujah. More worship more praise, and more reading the Word of God that would help us to live a better, more godly life. Hallelujah. And it would help us to lead our family. But how does a person or a family change the course of the family towards God without God? Well, Jesus put it this way. He said, without me, you can't do anything. Hallelujah. He breathes the breath of life into you every day, every waking day, every moment of the day. You don't do it on your own. The Bible tells us that you are created in his image. You are fearfully and marvelously made. Jesus himself created us in his image. If he breathed the air, if he walked the streets of gold, which he did, if he created the earth, which he did, if he walked the main streets of Jerusalem, Capernaum, 
if he got on the boat and told the sea, peace, be still, which he did, hallelujah, then we have that breath of life within us. We have the breath that Jesus breathed. Hallelujah. There's some basic steps that we have to take to get closer to God. Now, I'm just talking natural breath. Hallelujah. <sighs> yeah, natural breath. Just breathe. Breathe. Yes, that natural breath, the breath of life, the breath of natural life. There's basic steps, and I'm going to list them. And again, the show notes will be available to you. Just drop me an email. Read the Bible daily, at least one text, one scripture, and believe it. Think about what you have read throughout your day. Pray. Ask God to forgive you of your sins and really be meaningful about it. We always need forgiveness of our sins because all have sinned and has fallen short of the glory of God. Pray to understand what you have read or contact me at In His Word through the email. And I'll mention that again at the end of the podcast. So listen up, and if you have any questions, I'll be glad to answer them. I'll be glad to walk you through the Word of God to help you get a clear understanding. It's not hard to understand the Word of God. We, people, all of us, just have to change our ways of thinking. Hallelujah. The Bible says, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Hallelujah. So we just have to go from one way of thinking to another way of thinking. It's kind of like if you're going to change a diet. You know, you like eating uh, those ribs and hamburgers and, and uh, big thick steaks. But somewhere along the line, you realize that your body is not taking well to that. Or you go see the doctor and they said, you got to change your diet. Trust me, I'm the doctor. So now you got to change your mind. You got to change the way you think. You got to change the way you do things. And that's what it is when you be transformed by the renewing of your mind. You just have to transform it to live for God in a whole different way. And Think about God. Read about God throughout your day and do it daily. Think of ways you can apply what you have read to your life. In Exodus chapter 24 and 7, and he took, speaking of Moses, the book of the covenant and read in the audience of the people. And they said, well, let's turn page and it said they said the Lord hath said and we will do is that you today when you read the word of God and, and, and you say man I don't believe that but these are the words of God I know some will argue that a man wrote those words and we'll, we'll talk about that some other time 
or drop me an email with your questions and I can address those in a future podcast. Because if we believe that there is a God, hallelujah, we have to believe that his word is true. And God cannot lie. It is impossible for God to lie. Man will let you down, but God won't. He's in control. <coughs> Excuse me. I think I have a cold. In Nehemiah, chapter 9, verse 3. And they stood up in their place and read in the book of the law. This is Old Testament. Of the Lord their God. One fourth part of the day and another fourth part part they confessed and worshiped the Lord their God hallelujah so the people they God's chosen people they stood up and they read the book of the law and they realized how far away they were from God but they worshiped him and they praised him and they magnified God a fourth part of the day that's much like us when we go to church we spend two or three hours there in the morning Maybe even longer, but it's a, it may be equivalent to a, a fourth part of the day. Or it may be equivalent to a fourth part of the night. But the purpose is, the thing is, is that we, we go, we worship God, we show our reverence to him. You can do that in your room. You don't have to go to church to praise and to worship God. No, but it's better to do it as a corporate body and we'll, Hallelujah. But God wants to be praised and worshiped. Jeremiah 36 and 6 says, Therefore, go thou and read and read in the roll which thou hast written from thy mouth. Hallelujah. And the words of the Lord in the ears of the people in the Lord's house upon the fasting day and all so Thou shalt read them in the ears of all Judah that come out of their cities. So you see, it's important to read, read, read the word of God. And search the scriptures, for in them you think you have eternal life. And they are they which testify of me. John 5 and 39. So search the scriptures. That's why I have this text available uh, these show notes available to you if you want them. That's why I mentioned the scriptures uh, as I read them to you, so that you can search the scriptures for yourself. That's why whenever you go to church, you should take your Bible. Whenever you sit down and listen to a preacher on whatever uh, device or whatever media platform you're using to listen to a preacher, you should have your Bible with you. I'm not afraid for you to have your Bible with you because the words that I speak are from the Bible. They're not my words. They're his words. And his words are spirit and they are life. Hallelujah. To think. Now remember, I told you I was going to touch on those uh, those four basic spot, uh, uh, basic uh, steps, which is read, think, understand, and apply. So let's think. Hallelujah. In Joshua three uh, one and eight, the book of the law shall not depart of the out of thy mouth, 
but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, and that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then, only then, shalt thou make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. Uh-oh, there's the key. Man, oh, life is in shambles. I can't pay my bills. It feels like I'm living from paycheck to paycheck. Hallelujah. Just when I'm thinking I'm getting my head above water, my car breaks down. Hallelujah. My spouse, my boyfriend, my girlfriend run out on me. The kids are going AWOL, AWOL, uh, AWOL on me. But hallelujah, it says, if you do these things, if you meditate, think on the word of God day and night, then thou shalt have good success. Well, how do you measure success? Well, I guess that's up to everybody's own interpretation. But uh, if you go from a way of living a sinful life, and I think we all know what sin is, but if you go transgressing against the word of God, hallelujah, and then you change to be obedient to the word of God, hallelujah, I think that's successful. I, I, I really do. I think that's being very successful. But it takes, as I said earlier, it takes putting the flesh down. Hallelujah. It takes uh, controlling the flesh, if you would. The Bible says, uh, I'll paraphrase, if you can't rule your own, if a man can't rule his own body, his own soul, his own spirit, hallelujah, he's like a city without walls, and the walls have been broken down. In other words, in the biblical days, there was, uh, they put walls around cities to protect them to protect them from enemies, to, to uh, protect them uh, from being overrun. That's why when you look at pictures and uh, you see big, uh, huge walls around cities, uh, the, the, the temple in Jerusalem is a very popular one. Uh, you see these walls going around us to protect them. But imagine if those walls are torn down and that wall is your spirit and your spiritual man Hallelujah. If you can't control that, if you can't control your spirit, if you can't control your own ways and it's torn down, then the enemy can come in like a flood. But the Bible says that the spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard. Hallelujah. Oh, my gosh. God is good. God is good. Philippians 4 and 8. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest. Whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, what? Think on these things. What? You mean if I'm thinking about good things, hallelujah, is going to help me? Well, we just read it in Joshua 1 and 8. It says, and then thou shalt have good success, for in them thou shalt make thy way prosperous. All you have to do is think about the good things. Hallelujah. Whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of a good report. If there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think 
on these things. Virtue, moral excellency. If there's any moral excellency, let me think on that. Let me think about that. Hallelujah. Think on these things. Point number three, pray to understand. Understanding. First Kings 3 and 9. Give therefore thy servants and thy servant. Yes, we're servants of the Lord. Once we come to Christ, hallelujah, have his spirit dwelling within us by the evidence of speaking in other tongues as the spirit of God gives the utterance. Acts chapter 2, hallelujah. Then we are, hallelujah. We are God's, hallelujah. An understanding heart to judge thy people that I may discern between good and bad. For who is able to judge this thy so great a people? Hallelujah. Wow. You mean if I read God's word, if you read God's word, and I know this for a fact, God will give you understanding. God will open the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing upon your brain, upon your mind, upon your understanding that you won't even understand how it happened. Hallelujah. But he'll give you an understanding so you know it can't be anybody else but God. Glory to God. But it takes sacrifice. It takes work. It takes something we have to give to God. Worship God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Think about these words day and night. Meditate on those words. Let God use your mind to meditate, to think about them. Oh, in Deuteronomy, he told them to bind them upon the forehead. The phylacteries, I think that's how you pronounce it, a little box the Jews would wear on their, around their wrist, around their foreheads, the word of God in there. Told them in the Old Testament to tell them to your kids when they wake up in the morning. Tell them to your kids in the middle of the day. Tell them to your kids before they go to bed at night. But it's not only for the kids. It's for you adults. It's for the kids. It's for whosoever will. Let them pick up the book and read it. The book be the Bible. Let them listen to in his word or into his word. Podcast. And hear truth. Hallelujah. Don't forget, I hope you have your Bible on standby. Right there as I'm reading. First Kings 3 and 11. And God said unto him, Because thou hast asked this thing, and thou hast uh, asked of thyself long life, neither hast thou asked riches for thyself, nor hast thou asked for long life of thine enemies. But thou hast asked for thyself understanding to discern judgment. Behold, I have done according to thy words. Lo, I have given thee a wise and understanding heart, so that there was none like thee before thee, neither after thee shall any arise like unto thee. Who was he talking to? He was talking to David's son, Solomon. And we know Solomon to be the richest man in the Bible, or one of the richest men in the Bible during this period of time. Solomon was able to build the temple. Hallelujah. But Solomon, being in uh, God's favor, could have asked for anything. Hallelujah. But he asked for understanding so that he could discern. We need understanding in our lives 
So we can definitely discern right from wrong. Good language, bad language. Hallelujah. Come on. Can I get an amen out there? Hallelujah. Come on. Clap your hands unto the Lord. God is good. We need to be able to rightly divide the words of truth. Doesn't matter where you're at. You got to rightly divide, rightly discern. In other words, get a right understanding. But ask God for it. Solomon asked God for an understanding. God said, because you asked for understanding, you didn't ask for long life. Hallelujah. I'm going to give you more than that. Solomon was a humble man. Just let me understand, God. Give me understanding. Hallelujah. And all the time, we're thinking about the scriptures. 1 Kings 4 and 29, And God said to Solomon, Wisdom and understanding exceeding much and largeness of heart, even as the Lord said that is on the seashore. Apply. We got to apply the word. Oh, boy. How can we apply the word? Well, it's, it, it takes practice. Uh, let me see. What could I use here? Oh, here's a good one. Most of us, most of you listening to this podcast more than likely have a driver's license. Or most of you know how to use a spoon and a fork and a knife. Most of you know how to grab a cup of water uh, get some water from the sink or from your refrigerator, wherever, whatever. Okay, I think you got the idea. There are some things that we take for granted that we know how to do on the daily basis. But it took time to get to that point. Somebody had to show us. And we got taught how to do those things. And once we got a handle on it, we was able to apply the principles that those people taught us was able to apply putting the key into the ignition and turning the key, put it in gear, take the parking brake off, whatever your order is of doing it. I know that's not in the right order, but you got the point. Was able to apply the principle of grabbing a glass, a cup, a mug, whatever it is, out of the counter in the, in the kitchen, walk over to the refrigerator, take your glass, put it up to the water dispenser, open the refrigerator, and get a jug and pour it in there. You got the understanding. You applied the principle of getting water. So we need to apply the principles of God's word to our heart. When you hear this word, you got to apply it. Application is the most important thing about the Bible. One of the elders, an old elder, he's gone on to glory. Hallelujah. He told me this, or he told us this, and I never will forget those words. Because those words are so true, because I know the word of God is for me. And I know the word of God is for whoever reads it. And he said this, never speed read your Bible. Uh, let me put it in uh, modern terms. Uh, for those of you uh, that like to read uh, novels of all sorts, never passive read your Bible. Hallelujah. Then he goes on to say, read it like it's talking to you, because it is. Hallelujah. This word of God is alive, and it talks to us. It tells us how to live our life. It tells us how to manage our money, how to raise our kids, how to be good to our spouse, and vice versa. 
Hallelujah. How to have moral integrity. It tells us that those miracles that was there yesterday, meaning years ago, when Jesus was creating those miracles, when he was healing the sick, raising the dead, uh, hallelujah, filling people with the Holy Ghost uh, or the Holy Spirit, those same miracles exist today. If we have the faith and kick the doubt out, we can make those miracles happen. Hallelujah. Jeremiah 35 and 13 says, Thus saith the Lord of hosts, God of Israel, Go! And tell the men of Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem, will, will ye not receive instruction to hearken to my words, saith the Lord. Hallelujah. So we got to hearken. We got to listen to what God says. We got to be in one mind and one accord with God's word and with fellow believers. There's a way to live for God. There's not any old kind of way, whatever you feel like doing, just go ahead and do it. God's got a roadmap for us, and he tells us how to live, and it's in this book. Hallelujah. That's just keeping the commandments a little bit more than that. It's more than a happy smile on your face. It's more than that. Hallelujah. It's dedication. It's a way of life. It's consecration. It's a commitment. You're committed to other things in life. And what has it gotten you? Hallelujah. Did it give you false looks, false hopes, and let you down? Hallelujah. But commit yourself to God. You'll see your life change. You'll see your spouse change. You'll see things change. If you commit to God, let God, his name is Jesus. Let Jesus help you. Remember, he came to seek and to save that which is lost. Save you from what? Save you from an eternity of hard times. Let's just put it that way. Eternity lasts forever, as a matter of fact. To save you from difficulties, from problems, from heartaches, from failure. And that's not to say that they won't come, but he makes a way of escape. On your own, you can't get out of them. Sometimes it's just like you're in a rabbit, uh, what's those, uh, hamster wheels. Just spinning, just spinning, you're spinning your wheels. You're not getting out, you're getting deeper and don't know what happened. Oh, I used to use this, the old credit card debt. You know, you you go into something and and you, you, you charge something and you charge again and it's maybe $25, $30, $40 charges, total bill, $70, but they only want you to pay $5. Or $3 every, every month, your bill comes. Pay that $70. Hold on. I got my first bill that says, pay $70 all now? But because we've mismanaged our money, we wasn't listening to God's plan on managing money, and we've mismanaged our money, I only got $3. So I'll just go ahead and pay my $3 and try it again next month on that $70. Well, we know when he comes back now that $70 bill is $85 and they still want $3. Well, before you know it, it's going to take you a lifetime or several years to pay off that $80 so some things don't change. That's why we need to be transformed by the renewing of our mind. 
That's why we have to think differently. That's why we have to apply God's word to our life. Everybody, me too. Hallelujah. God's still working on me. Think of ways that you can apply what you have read to your life. What are ways that you can apply the word of God to your life? Today, on this podcast, I may have gone a little longer than what I wanted to, but I felt inspirational. I felt the inspiration from God to, to speak to you, you listeners, passionately about what God has for you, how God can help you, how Jesus Christ, God, manifest in the flesh. Uh-oh, I hit on something there. Read 1 Timothy 3.16. You got your Bible there. Don't forget 1 Timothy 3.16. This is not part of the show notes. But I do have the show notes available for you via email. Exodus chapter 20 and verse 6. It says this. And showing mercy unto thousands of them that love me and keep my commandments. Thousands. Well, by now, there's more than thousands. There's probably hundred thousands, millions of people that God has shown his mercy upon because they have kept his commandments. They have kept his rules. They have kept his word. Hallelujah. They may have fallen short of, the Bible says all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. But hallelujah, they've repented and they get right back up and they try it again. Bible says that a righteous man falls seven times, but he gets back up. Help us to get back up when we fall short of the glory of God. In the Old Testament, you didn't have it. You may not have had a chance to get back up, because if you broke the law, some big stones was coming at you uh, until you just couldn't get up anymore. But in the New Testament, grace and mercy entered in for God gave us an example he said the Old Testament was a schoolmaster it was an example hallelujah for the New Testament so today listener today is the day of salvation and now is the acceptable time yes you're listening to the right podcast Hallelujah. You've come at the right time to hear this podcast. But now I ask you, listener, find a place to pray. Find a place to talk to God. Find a moment in your heart every day. And you got a moment, maybe even more than a moment, 10 minutes, 20 minutes a day. Take part of that time, part of that 10 minutes Part of that 20 minutes, you got to start somewhere. Read a scripture. Read Mark chapter 1, verse 1. Verse 2, verse 3. And pray about it. Hallelujah. Think about what the Mark said in those three uh, verses. Whatever Bible verse, whatever Bible book, doesn't have to be that. There's 66 books. Uh, 31,102 verses in the Bible. So you can find something to read. Read it. 
Hallelujah. Think about it all day. Meditate on his words both day and night. Share them with your loved ones. Share them in the streets. Share them wherever you want to. Keep them in your heart. King David said, thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. Hallelujah. So if we have the word of God in our heart, it'll come out naturally. It'll flow. You, you, you'll, in, you'll, you'll be a light in this dark world. You can change people. You can change yourself. You can change the course of your family. Hallelujah. So here's that email address again as I quote, come to an end, as I'm coming to an end. The email address is my love at m y l o v a t the at sign gmail.com have any questions have any concerns hallelujah do you want a copy of the text or the show notes hallelujah i can email that to you as well remember there are lots of poor people in the world. Remember, there are a lot of people in the world that are dead. And I don't mean dead as in six feet down. I mean, there are people that are on both sides of being dead. There are some people that are dead to sin and they're alive to righteousness. So you died, you put off the old man, you, you've died to sin You've asked God for forgiveness of your sin. You found a place to get baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins, according to Acts chapter 2, verse 38, which is the plan of salvation. There's no other way. That's the only way. So you've died to sin. There's some that's died to righteousness and coveted sin. We need to pray for those. I hope this Bible study or uh, this podcast can reach those that have died to righteousness and are living to sin. And they see their ways and become transformed by the renewing of their mind. Living for God, for Jesus Christ, is just a lifestyle. There's not a lot of, to change. It's just the way that you're living now, hallelujah, which I don't know, but it is a lifestyle. And when you live a lifestyle, there's certain standards required in the lifestyle that you live. Hallelujah. In conclusion, I'll sing a song. Sinner, don't let this moment pass you by. Sinner, don't let this moment pass you by. You've strayed from the Lord. You better think about your soul. Sinner, don't let this moment pass you by. Backslider, don't let this moment pass you by. Backslider, don't let 
this moment pass you by. You've strayed from the Lord. You better think about your soul. Backslider, don't let this moment pass you by. Hallelujah. I'd like to say thank you for listening today. I'll do my best to charge tonight or whatever time it is that you're listening to this podcast. In his word. We was in the word tonight. Hallelujah. In his word podcast is brought to you by inspiration. Till we meet again, may the Lord keep you on the straight and narrow pathway. May the Lord enlighten your path. May the Lord bless you all the days of your life and bring you into his truth. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray, and you all say along with me, amen.